This show is brought to you by Crunchy Red Fruit. Crunchy Red Fruit is a wine circle created by master sommelier Jackson Rohrbaum. As one of Seattle's top psalms, he's tasted over a thousand wines, and he created Crunchy Red Fruit to share them with you. I think you should join Crunchy Red Fruit, and here's Jackson telling you why. Shopping for wine is overwhelming, and oftentimes the types of wines you find at a grocery store are just not that good to begin with. So I'm bringing you wine that I've tasted and vetted because I taste thousands of wines a year uh, from small family growers. It's made with organic viticulture that are really beautiful expressions of wines. And they're really hard to find wines that I'll bring right to your door rather than you having to go out and find them and shop for them. Uh, I am telling stories, I'm educating, and there's going to be video content around all these wines so that you can learn along with us as we uh, pop bottles and have fun with wine together. There you have it. Visit CrunchyRedFruit.com to learn more and to sign up for this very unique wine experience. Do you know what the song is? I'm not sure. I know what it is not. What? It is not the music I sent you to use this when week. When did you send me that? Last week. Okay, yeah, that doesn't help at all. Clearly. And no one liked that song either. We got a bunch of comments that it sucked. So this one is actually relevant to the show. Can you guess it yet? Yes, it is familiar. Wait, where are these comments? All over. All over. Comments all over that our intro song sucked. Well, that one did, yeah. I find that very difficult to believe. Unless you are commenting under multiple aliases. Maybe. One of them was from Williams. (laughs) Well, we already agreed that Williams does not have taste. The other one was from Lana. (laughs) Well, she's too young to appreciate it. Ring a bell yet? Yes. What is it? The flock of seagulls song. Okay, actually, it might not be specific to the show. (laughs) This would be if... This is the one-hit wonder song. They only had one hit? Yep. This one. Get away. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Reality Happy Hour podcast, where we'll be reviewing 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Season 4. Before the 90 Days. Before the 90 Days, Season 4, Episode 12. I think there's only a few episodes left. Two more, I think. Two more. Even though last week I did say that this was my favorite season. Because it's been pretty funny, but I am ready for it to end. I'm mm-hmm. sick of the. I'm sick of all these people already. 
Yeah. <clears throat> like, they should be way shorter seasons because half of the content was just nonsense. Well, I think it's 50-50. Like, some of them they drug on too long, and others I want to see more. Like who? I don't think any of them I want to see more. No. Yeah, I put you on the spot. All right. Fair enough. Well, I want to see more of what happened in between. Like sometimes there's like leaps. So it's like I don't want to see more like elongated, but I want to see more of Mm. things that happened. Well, I'm assuming if they pick the most interesting stuff, uh, nothing really happens in between. Well, okay, not a spoiler alert, but I try not to read too much online. But I did read online about Stephanie and Erica and how they were saying that they really did have lots of good times but we pretty much only saw the bad times. So like stuff like that, like that's what I'm referring to. No one wants to see the good times. (laughs) A little. Uh, No, no. All right. Um, so we are in day 5,032 (laughs) million of quarantine. And I'm jealous of my friends in other States. I'm jealous of my friends in Texas and Utah and Idaho. Hmm. And I think even Arizona, where they can do stuff now, hmm. and we can't yet. The only well, what w- stuff are they doing? Well, restaurants are open for one. Hmm. That's probably the biggest thing. Yeah. Uh, golfing, well, although golfing we, is we can golf, here. but other places you can go to the driving range. Hmm. You can't do driving range here. No, only oh. you can only go to the driving range if you are going to play 18. So you can't just go just to use the driving range. Gotcha. Um, And, well, Texas, the stuff is opening up, so people are going back to work. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but... So what is it exactly that you want to do that you are Well, I want to go to the driving range now, and I want to go to some place and have a drink. Mm. I want to go to Barsu and have tacos mm. at night. And I want to go to Tavern Law and get those mm. uh, chicharrones and chicken oh, yeah, nuggets. Those chicken nugget things. And I want to go to Sam's. <laughs> We're doing them a disservice. It's really not chicken nuggets. But Oh no, it's not. It's fancy. It's so good though. It's mm. fancy chicken nuggets. Yeah. And I want to go to the <laughs> I want to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah. Uh and I well that's about it. All right. I guess. Fair um, enough. But I want to go to a wine bar. Oh, this yeah, ep- watching this episode really made me miss my wine bar. Oh yeah. Uh, going to our movie nights at the winery, the tasting room. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, I do miss that. A weekend getaway in Prosser sounds good. Yeah. I would like a weekend getaway. Uh, I have two days of discretionary leave that I need to use by the end of June or I lose them. I would like to take a long weekend. So stuff like that. Um, The only thing I have been successful in doing is growing my quarantine beard. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's the best beard I've ever grown. That is a subjective. It's even. It's not patchy. Mm. That's true. It came in. It came in. This is the fr- I'm old, and this is the first time I've had a decent beard. Although mm. I could use to trim it. I c- it could use a trim right it now. It could. 
Agreed. Uh, and then other than that, I've been cooking some fried mm, chicken, some ribs, cooking. some whole chicken. Ooh, maybe you might do the whole chicken tomorrow. Mm. That foodie ninja is pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. <coughs> uh, that's about it. How about you? Have you done anything? Mm, making lots of bread. Oh, oh I, I ordered. I finally took your advice since I have unsuccessfully found yeast and I'm almost out of yeast and I ordered it online today. Well, there you go. So supposedly it's coming tomorrow. Oh, there you go. I'm we ready. We'll find out. I am not. I don't have high expectations. I have about Lana level expectations for this yeast to show up. Well, did you order from Amazon? I did. Then why wouldn't it come? Well, because it's like they're out of stock everywhere. So but I'm expecting it to show up with a thing that says. Why would they deliver you something that says we're out well, of no, stock? Well, no, I ordered it from Amazon Fresh. So I ordered other things too. So I'm oh. expecting my other things to come with a little thing that says out of stock. Oh, or I see. Something like I that. See. All right. So episode 12. I started that. I started it with that song because that's what Rose told Ed. I will run far away. Oh. Well, no, she's not running. Oh, she's running. Well, okay, she did leave. She ran. <laughs> she left. So in this episode. She left deliberately. She wasn't running. <laughs> in this episode, she read uh, every offense that Ed had done to her. <laughs> she read it back. I saw her look peek at a notebook, so she wrote them all down. <laughs> she's like, you said my legs are hairy. You said my breath smells. <laughs> Um, you, what did she say? Actually, technically she said that last week, this episode, she just finished it up and he said, do you think I'm a bad person? She said, yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. She didn't say yes. She said, yeah. (laughs) Poor Ed. (laughs) No, not poor Ed. Poor Ed. No. And she... He left. He couldn't take it. He couldn't take the devastation. Yeah. So well, because he he's left. still in complete denial. Like, of course, she's not going to leave because I am her savior, so to speak, even though he's worried that that's all she wants him for. Well, flash. But here's what nobody has said mm. is that if Ed had said, yes, we can have two kids, she would not have done that. So even though she. Even though she couldn't overlook that, she would have overlooked it if he had said yes. So it wasn't necessarily that she just wanted him for a green card. It was that she wanted him for a green card plus the security of having a kid with him in the U.S. Because I will venture to say that at some point someone told her if you get knocked up by an American, he has to pay for that kid for 18 years. And she's like, that's a great idea. I need to get an American and do that. So she wasn't playing the short-term game of just getting the green card. She was playing the long-term game of uh, making sure that she got child support and be in the U.S. Maybe. And, and, and uh, So what made me think of that was remembering a few seasons ago with, uh, I forget what that guy's name, but he had lazy he. He had like really droopy eyes and he was he got married to that woman from Jakarta. I forgot what her name is. Well, anyway, she got super mad that that guy was paying child support. 
Oh, she's like, in yeah. my country, we don't Lita. do that. Yeah. Lita was the woman. She went name. on this rant about how right. in Indonesia they don't pay. Oh, well, yeah. He's the guy that like brought her to this like rundown apartment. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So, so maybe I don't know what the legality is of child support in the Philippines, but uh, I'm guessing Prince's dad doesn't pay anything <laughs> given that they sleep on a. Uh, <laughs> Bed bug infested two inch thick foam pad. Anyway, that's my that's my no one's no one said that. No one's no one's uh, mentioned that. It's like, what if Big Ed had said yes? I'll I'll have kids with you. Then she would have been like, oh, okay, you can tell me I'm hairy and that my bread stinks. Hmm. All that you want, as long as you knock me up. Hmm. Well, anyway, so she put her foot down and now. Uh, she's being ra- uh, hailed as the strong woman of 90 Day Fiance. And there's been tons of memes of of her and uh, Darcy saying, Darcy, this is what a strong woman is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although Darcy isn't looking for someone to. Although Darcy was good this season. And we didn't get to see her this episode, which is fine. Yeah. We need a break. But. But she did a good job of that whole. Well, as of right now. I don't need your letter and rip up your letter. What are the chances that we see her in the next episode or in the last episode? Well, we saw in the preview that we do see her. But I don't think we I think I think her and Tom really are done for real. I think we only see her and her daughter, maybe. Right. And yeah, so that's what I think. That's why. Uh, But then she. Says I'm done, goes to the hotel room, packs up her grocery bag and a backpack. She has an actual backpack. Yeah, but then she also has a grocery bag. Well, she purchased things. And uh, got in a cab and it's like, I'm out. Yeah, smart. I'm going to head out and out of here. I mean, for somebody who's never been on a plane before, she's pretty smart about how knowing how she could potentially change her flight. Yeah, I'm not buying that either, but yeah. (laughs) But yeah, she's. I mean, maybe the producers to help her. I don't know. But yeah, I'm is that quite guy got certain of that. And then uh, Ed has. Ed wants to just give her a bit. Yeah, surely she will come around because <laughs> yeah. she just needs to cool off. So that was the preview, right? Of him going into the room. Newsflash, Ed. She's gone. She's gone. She's out. She's up in the sky. <laughs> okay. Does that do it for Ed? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're Who's done next? With you, Ed. All right. Well, so let's start. Let's well continue with the people that they started this episode with was our cliffhanger of last week that you didn't remember where Jeffrey proposed to Varia. So hanging out in Russia or Siberia or something. He proposes and and last week they left it at her not saying anything. But then this week we see her say not yet. So no, she doesn't say no. She just says, I'm not ready for that yet. Because, like, they've known each other for a whole whopping two weeks. Yeah, but she was she would have said yes. I think the drug thing really freaked her out. Well, uh, yeah, because you left, like, a whole major part of your life out. Like, what else are you hiding? If that's what you're telling me, there's obviously more things that you're hiding. I guess. Yeah, she... So, uh, yeah... You should be freaked out. 
And you should not accept a proposal from somebody that you've known for two weeks that has been lying to you. Well, he doesn't lie. Who has been lie of omissioning to you for a considerably long time. Right. So then, of course, true Jeffrey fashion that we've come to expect, he flips out and can't deal with it and pretty much says we're done. And then he sulks like a little man child for the <laughs> entire rest of the episode. Well, he wanted to, he thought he was going to get a yes. He spent all that time and money to go there. He got bullied into telling her and her whole family. Yeah. That was a whole setup. Well, that was kind of rude. Maybe. It was not bullied. But though. And he, it was his idea that he tells them. And even so good for her. So fine. Good for her for yes. not committing, but exactly. also good for him to move on. Well, yeah, absolutely. If that's just, not right, it's not right. Because she's and gonna she's on. gonna hang that over him forever. Right. And I mean, yeah, they're clearly not right. And I've never thought for a second that they were right together. So fair enough. So I don't know where they are now. But nowhere. <laughs> no. That's where they are. Nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> So yeah, that's and that's pretty much all that happened with them. She said no. Yeah. She said not yet. He's like, I'm not coming back. Yeah. It's like I'm out. And she had a momentary. She oh lapse well no of she judgment. did go she did so she she dropped him off at the airport. He went inside. He's like, all right, I'm out. Very cold. Yeah. And it took her a few seconds, but she ran in after him and hugged him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, I gotta go. Yeah. So stick to your guns. If you're going to do something, stick to your guns. Yeah, no, good. Because you can't be namby-pamby. I agree. They need to <clears throat> go on, move on, not right for each other. So. All right, who's next? All right. So then next we saw... Well, we went, well, we went back to Australia, and we saw Avery and Ash continuing their... Long, drawn-out ridiculousness. I'm sick of them, too. (laughs) You're sick of everybody. Well, I'm sick of them because they... That whole argument that they had was not a relationship argument. It was a differing of opinion. And neither of them took the time to ask questions in a normal way. Avery was being very accusatory and almost like prosecuting him and he bottled up and he's like, I'm out. And then he wanted to leave her on the side of the road, which I don't know. I would leave her on the side of the road. That was a while ago on the side of the road. They're in the condo now. He's going to leave her in the condo. No, but that was, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's too much. They showed too, they, they dragged this out for way too long. Right. That's what I just said. It was only a few. It was probably the couple days later. Well, yeah. So he pretends to leave and doesn't leave. And then, comes back and well, I don't know I don't know that was stupid that whole interaction was stupid but whatever they decided that nonetheless they're still going to go forge forward and make the two hour trek to where his ex-wife Sian and his son Taj live so we see them in a very uncomfortable car ride where she declares that she doesn't want to spend the night with him in a hotel and she wants her own room. So he dumps her off at the hotel. (laughs) Yeah. And then they meet up again. 
at his ex-wife's house. And what happens? And then then she gets to meet them and it's going okay, but he's acting super shifty the whole time. And then they Avery and his ex-wife Sian decide to go have a glass of wine at a wine bar down the street, which seemed a lot further than down the street, but whatever. And so they leave together and he acts really uncomfortable about that. Like, I don't know, whatever. That was weird. But your story. <laughs> what? Okay, no, go ahead. So you're I'm fascinated. So then they get to the wine bar and then Avery is asking her questions. And then the, one of the first questions she asks is, when did you get divorced? And Avery's under the impression it was 10 years ago. And Sian says about a year ago. So that was like a major revelation. Yeah. And Avery's like, huh, I thought it was a lot longer than that. And then she said, oh, well, we've been separated for a while. But, or like for a few, I think she said like a few years, for a while, a few years. But a few years does not equal 10 years. So that was a very big red flag discrepancy there. Because hmm. he led her to believe it was 10 years. But Sienna is saying a few or some years. So that was weird. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on there. And then, of course, the big elephant in the room that Avery, the whole reason Avery wanted to meet her is because she wanted to do the mom to mom thing because Avery knew that she was not going to be OK with her son moving to America. And she sort of broached that. And of course, Sian said she's not cool with that. And Avery's like, aha, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. So that's what happened. <laughs> What? <laughs> okay. So that's pretty much where we left it is with them chilling out at the wine bar and Avery having some epiphanies. And then we see in the preview that Avery's like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work out. Right. Because, you know, how can it since they live on two different continents and they both have kids on their respective continents? We'll have to see. Indeed. All right. Enough about them? Okay, who's next? <laughs> okay. How about staying in Australia with Stephanie and Erica? Okay. What happened with them? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Did you not watch this episode? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> wanting you to recap it. <laughs> All right. So, unfortunately, after last week's really happy, warm, fuzzy episode with them with Erica's parents and all that really nice stuff that happened. We have to have the polar opposite this week. And we saw it in the preview. So this wasn't a surprise. We knew it was coming. And Stephanie freaks out again because Erica says that she had been in a relationship with a girl for about 10 years, which I very much question this since Erica is 24 years old. Yeah. Which means she's been in a relationship with a girl since she was 14. Yeah. But then also in relationships with all these other people that they keep arguing about. Right. So I'm very confused by this. She's has. I, even though I do like them, there's zero substance to either of them. <laughs> well, they're completely cause... empty. They're just a blob of whatever that will go wherever. And Erica is just uh, she just she just wants to be as wacky as can be, do absolutely whatever she wants, and then 
say, why are you yelling at me anytime she gets questioned on something? And that's getting to be annoying. Mm. So, yeah, really? that doesn't make any sense. Really? That's what you're taking from it? Yeah. Because, because <laughs> as opposed to her, the very first time that she shared anything that in her mind was somewhat traumatic and personal and Stephanie freaked out. And then she said, why are you yelling at me? Because I just shared something. Well, she personal didn't freak out. You? She didn't. She wasn't yelling. Well, initially. she was raising her voice. <clears throat> she, like, but, she completely interrupted her and said, whoa, whoa, wait, wait. This is the first well, time hearing I, of this. That's why I said both of them are. Well, yeah. That's why I said both of them are. Okay. Yes. Agree. They just went through this whole thing about coming out to their parents. And Erica came supposedly very first time came out to her parents. Yeah. So if you can, if you're in a relationship with someone for 10 years from the time you're 14 and then you're hurt that the other person didn't introduce you as th- their girlfriend. Right. Like, that makes z- yeah, zero sense. Clearly, That's what I'm saying. she had done the same thing. That's what I'm saying, is that she just wants to say things to be, uh, well, yeah. f- to have yeah, people to take they're pity on being her. ridiculous. Well, yeah, we skipped over the whole part that was so anticlimactic, which is why I kind of forgot about it, where Stephanie was going to tell her mom. But I know oh, she yeah. had no intention whatsoever no. of telling her mom at all. No, Stephanie's not even bisexual. Well, yeah, probably not. She just wants her YouTube channel to grow. <laughs> so she like pretends like she's going to tell her mom on video chat. And then, of course, she air quotes chickens out, which we nobody believes she was ever going to actually tell her anyway. Yeah. I don't know. That's when she said 10 years, they kept me a secret. Uh, that's when I tuned out. Because <laughs> like, come on. You just very first came out with your parents, so you weren't good. Your girlfriend wasn't coming over to your house, and you weren't telling your parents, hey, this is my girlfriend. Yeah. And then now you feel hurt, and you, you feel hurt that you weren't introduced as that? Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that seems to be like uh, having your cake and eating it, and then asking for another piece of cake and then <laughs> eating it. Oh, I want cake. Yeah, that's just just dumb. And then Stephanie wants... A virgin, uh, someone who's a virgin and has zero dating history and zero friends. Yeah. That's yeah, what she Steph- wants. Well, like, Stephanie, unfortunately, if she, if this was real, like, she has the makings of a controlling partner, and that's not cool. Right. Because you're right. Like, she does. She wants somebody to, like be a hundred percent focused on her with no past and yeah, with no zero past. extracurricular with n- never having met any, anyone ever. Yeah. And that's, she wants very, dangerous. she wants someone <laughs> who has been in a atomic bunker, a nuclear <laughs> bunker for the last 20 years <laughs> and just came out. And, uh, yeah, that's who she wants to date. Yeah. Um, people who only, can remember from 1995 and sooner. <laughs> well, That's anyway. It. So, yeah, that was them. So we left them with Stephanie having a complete meltdown, breaking a dish on the floor, yeah, putting on a robe. It. Although she did throw the dish like she threw the boomerang <laughs> with this weird underhand. Yeah, but it was effective. It broke in a lot of pieces. But then what my favorite part of their whole fight was when she has her hand on the door and she yells at Erica, get out. And then she leaves. Well, yeah, she wanted her to be gone by the time she came back. 
<laughs> I didn't get that. She should have. She should have said, "I want you out by the time I'm well, back." Well, yeah, that would have made more sense. But she tells her to get and out. Why was and then she leaves? Why was Erica wearing boxers, tight boxers as shorts? Well, I thought that was weird. I think that's I what they she were slept in. No, but she drove away in. Well, them. she was also wearing slippers. I mean, I think she was so upset she didn't bother to get dressed. Mm. So she just like got in her car wearing what she was sleeping in. That doesn't make that doesn't make sense. Kind of makes sense. No. When you're 24. But she's so nitpicky about everything she wears. She wouldn't have just left in that. Well, she's too upset anyway, to coordinate her outfit. It takes a lot of coordination. What was it? What was the brand name on them? I don't know. Some company. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where. So the teaser is they. Well, she leaves. Erica leaves. And the teaser is that they get together to have dinner or a drink and see if they can salvage. Yeah. I'm guessing no. No. I anyway. Hopefully no. All right. Who's next? All right. So then after them, who did we see? Okay, we already talked about... You're supposed to be prepared. Ed and Rose, and we talked about them. There's actually a few people we didn't see this time. Um, oh, you're supposed to be prepared. You're the one who looks at the notes. I am looking at the notes Okay, right then now. pick one. <laughs> well, I think we're... <laughs> I think we've got all, everybody except for our last one, which is David and Lana. <laughs> what? What happened with them? <laughs> I'm trying to get you to keep it going. Okay. Well, I thought we had one more couple besides them, but we don't. So, the big grand finale is David and Lana. And every me and everyone else in the whole 90-day universe has to take back everything we've said about Lana not being real. Because I actually I if we rewind to our first episode of this season, I will point out that I did call this, but I quickly changed my mind. So I'm changing my mind back to what I said in our first episode, which is you can't have two catfishes. So we already realized that Yolanda and Williams is a catfish situation, and I'm pretty confident that's staying that situation. So remember I said we can't have two, so one of these has to actually be real. Mm -hmm. So surprise. Lana is actually real. She's not even that hot. <laughs> well, regardless. So so that's what I said, even though I changed my mind because I was so convinced she wasn't real. I mean, I thought she was like somebody else. I thought it was exactly what's happening with Williams. I thought that it was somebody else using some woman's picture who wasn't actually Lana. But I still think that she's on multiple dating sites. And I still think, I mean, I think she's real. Obviously, Lana is Lana. I didn't think that was true, but apparently it is. So the Lana in the pictures is the actual Lana in real life, although she's a tad bit older than those pictures because he's known her for seven years. So she's probably like seven years older than those pictures. And she has a lot less good lighting in real life. But anyway, so David goes back to the Ukraine Against the wishes and advice of every single person he has ever met. How long was he in Vegas? Uh, they don't say. It's very unclear. I think he says a couple weeks. 
Because then he says, I that, think he says it's been a couple weeks since yeah. I've been back, and I've been me- I've been messaging her yeah. through the website. And then she says she got cold feet and yeah. was too overwhelmed, and blah, so he blah, goes blah. back, goes checks into the hotel, and without any prompting, tells the person at the <laughs> check in place who's I checking know. him in says. I'm uh, gonna meet my love here, who I've been with six years and never met. Seven years, I've been going to meet her for the fifth time. And the person at the hotel doesn't care. No, <laughs> she says that's really sad. <laughs> he tells her, "I don't think she cares." Yeah, she says it's sad, and that uh, doesn't. Yeah, and it's then like, why is this guy? They interview her, people? and then of course she says. That's very common here. <laughs> Women in the Ukraine yeah. often do this with American men. Right. So then she stands him up again, saying that she was busy with. Well, she didn't technically stand him up because like a big old idiot, he doesn't make firm plans before he goes. So he tells everybody, oh, we don't actually have a time and date and meeting place. We're just going to figure it out when I get there. Well, they figured it out. Well, yeah. Three days after he gets there. And they meet at Independence Square, at the Monument of Independence, or something that has to do with Ukrainian independence. Because she's too busy at a hockey game for the entire weekend to have a second to meet him. At least she was only 10 minutes later, so. Yeah. And that smile on his face was pretty huge. He was. I bet he popped a bone or two. Oh, TMI. Don't want to know that. And uh, she's there. She doesn't seem too excited, though. Well, yeah, no, because the TLC has bribed her and probably paid her to do this, and she's doing this under duress. Yeah, maybe. Well, that would well, be good. Duress well, with the promise of money. I'm, I'm curious how much money. So Fortune if he, and fame. If he spent a hundred, how much did you say he spent? A hundred thousand? Yeah. Messaging her? Like, I'm super curious of how much of that he ca- it was hers. Like, do they have like a 50 50 with the mm. website? We're gonna have to research this. That doesn't seem all that hard to Although, find out. Eh, seven years, 50,000. I guess if you're in the Ukraine, that's a whole lot. That's. Yeah. Well, if she's doing this times eight. Yeah, that's like 7,000, a little more than 7,000 a year. But if you're doing it eight times, well, you, so then are you getting that much? Man, there's a lot of dumb dudes <laughs> sending money over to the Ukraine. You know, who care? I don't want to uh, set up a profile. If I was a girl, I wouldn't want to. Okay, if I was anybody, I wouldn't want to set up a profile and do this. I want to start my own website, mm. not set up a profile. I want to set up my own service. So what does your service do? Let's uh, lonely people message and... It's basically a strip club via email. Have women or men email lonely women or men. I'm already <laughs> regretting asking this question before I ask it. But does this involve video and or pictures? No, they don't have video because that's too... Because well, uh, you just said strip club. So automatically I'm picturing pictures. a doesn't have to strip be video. club type of... No, I mean in strip clubs, people, guys who go to strip clubs, they get emotionally attached yeah. to the strippers. So have guys go to this website, get emotionally attached to women in this service, and then they keep on paying. 
especially if he says he pays per message. Hmm. Like, how much does he have? Yeah, I have to research this. Yeah, I think we do. But she's real, and uh, who knows what happens uh, next. I'm more interested in seeing them in two seasons from now. Where are they now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think they are nowhere. They're going to be back in Vegas and she's going to be pregnant. Pretty sure that's... Or with the kid. Not what's going to happen. Mm. David deserves it. He's been waiting a long time. He doesn't time. want a kid. He wants to go in a motorhome and drive across the country. Well, with the kid. With not a kid. He's She's going to want a kid. And she he's going to say yes. Yeah. He's not going to chicken out like Big Ed. Well, yeah, maybe. Okay, uh, what else? Uh, that was it. We did not get to see... Baby girl Lisa and Usman. No, but they're fighting in the previews. Surprise, this surprise. episode. And we did not, of course, see Yolanda and Williams because, you know, Williams does not exist. And we also did not see Darcy and or Tom. Yeah. But we know we're going to see all of them next week. Okay. Is that it? So that was it for our couples this week. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Oh, we forgot to mention our sponsors, Crunchy Red Fruit and Rancho Bravo. I ordered my third (coughs) relief box today. So we'll look for them. for it coming any day now. I'll have their information in the show notes and listen to us on iTunes. And I think my fish are banging. Oh, don't want to know that either. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Follow wife on reality happy hour on Instagram. Okay. Adios. Okay. We're going to head out to its 80s playlist. <laughs>